You gotta get bruised before you get mad You gotta fall down before you fight back Was feeling so weak, but baby I'm strong Little did I know I'm a champion I'm a champion Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the week It's time for the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast Your host, Elio Canelo, alongside the man that's always piercing barriers, Ben Pierce. Ben, how are you? I am fantastic, brother. What a, what a week it's been in the world of wrestling. I cannot wait. I've been so excited to get back in the lab with you and discuss all this. And now, how has your week been? My week's actually been good, man. We, uh, you know, we've, we, we're making um, significant uh, progress in the gym, um, Finally sleeping better. I feel like a million bucks, man. We're good to go. Very good. Well, I had quite the week. I went to Michigan last um, Saturday, and I came back on Monday morning around 11.30. So I didn't get to see any wrestling all weekend. I binge-watched it all on Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday, sorry. Monday when I got home and Tuesday. Absolutely. And, um, you know, by and large... Today is not just any day. Do you have any idea what today is, Ben? Yes, I do. It, it is... Well, actually, our, our technical anniversary is tomorrow, but because we won't uh, be airing a show, t- today uh, we'll mark our one-year anniversary show of this podcast. And uh, I've certainly had a blast with it, and hopefully this show will uh, be better than our first one. Our first one was terrible. I went back to listen to it. It was terrible. <laughs> I, 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 I was sitting there thinking, bunch of amateurs. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we, we were having a bunch of issues trying to actually record it using Anchor. And now yes. we, we actually um, we record it using Audacity and then upload it using Anchor. So so Anchor is helpful, it just wasn't helping us with the actual recording. So we went outside of Anchor, and we're just uploading it, and they help us get it out to other platforms. So thank you to Anchor. Yes, and I, I don't know the exact numbers of our, of our uh, listenership thus far, but I did some, uh, some rudimentary math. Um... On Anchor itself, we have 370 people that have listened to it, but that's that's only like seven. That's only like seven percent of our total listenership. So whatever, whatever number 370 is seven percent of, which you know. So I would I would say we got a couple thousand. Um, listeners so far so we definitely appreciate that nice thank you listeners for sure. 
Alright, so, um, what do we have for news this week? Um, well, uh, usually I don't like bashing the legends of which I have a lot of respect for, but I, I, I would have to say, uh, the first piece of news that I, I would have to go after is, uh, Ric Flair trying to trademark the man. I saw this. This was this is terrible. This is ridiculous. Uh, you wanna you wanna take that one or should I? Because you, I, you I, know you know, Ric Flair. He's a, as a wrestler. Everyone wanted to be Ric Flair growing up. Like I, I didn't really get to see him until around 1988. Be prior to that, I'd only seen him in the mag in my magazines, and I heard the name, but I never actually got to see him on television. So, as a wrestler, he well, was. I was born in '88. So, <laughs> at least you're ahead of me, brother. <laughs> so, uh, as a wrestler, he was cool. Like I, I liked, uh, I liked him as a wrestler, but I don't know as a person, he just seemed like. Not the coolest guy, and I mean, how ridiculous is it when you want to trademark something like the man? Why would you trademark? So, every anytime anyone uses the words the man, he has to get paid. Is that what is that my understanding? Which he him which he himself gave passed on to the Miz. Exactly, and then, and then of course in, in terms of the man, any, anyone ever heard of Stan the Man in, in wrestling? <laughs> just, just a thought. You know, let's do it. So it's, you know, I, I gotta say, I'm surprised he hasn't gone after ACDC because on their 1985 CD, Fly on the Wall, they have a song. Titled "Send for the Man." Yeah, and it's just absolute. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, uh, uh, to an to an extent, it's like okay, Rick, that's fine. Just you know. And apparently, it's causing issues between him and Charlotte as well. Ridiculous. I mean, that means, uh, and that's that's like someone not being able to say happy birthday because oh, it was trademarked, it was uh, written by someone, so no one can say those two words. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So other than that, uh, any is there any other news? Um. No. Uh, I mean, other, other than the fact that um, the next. Um, 
AEW pay-per-view full gear is coming to my neck of the woods. Oh, yes. I heard about uh, the pay-per-view. I didn't catch uh, where they were, they were going to be. So they're going to be in Baltimore? Uh, yes. But, and, uh, you know, three hey, that's where Raw was this past Monday. Yes, and I, I um, originally I was uh, going to try to get tickets, uh, but I figured, um, I figured since I've had some other stuff pop up, Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just you know go. And, and to be honest, to be honest with you, I, as we have mentioned numerous times on this podcast, I, I've been less than impressed with Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but um, but on to some things that I was impressed with. Uh, shall we get into the reviews of all the events? Yeah, we have a lot of. A lot of wrestling to cover this week. Uh, starting with, well, before we do that, um, there was a New Japan event that took place on August thirty first in London, England. So that's just to point that out. Um, now our first uh, event uh, we had. Actually, should we take this uh, by the airtime, or should we just uh, randomly pick the events? That took place on the 31st. I, I would say go by airtime. Okay, so if we're going to do that, um, our first uh, show was the NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff pay-per-view. And what a, what a show this was. This was awesome. Which was, uh, it was just, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was, it was pure wrestling. There were no crappy promos. And everything made sense. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, um... It was just brilliant. Alright, so, this, uh... NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff came to us from the Motor Point Arena in Cardiff, Wales. So, our first match in, we had Noam Dar defeating Travis Banks. Uh, this one, I didn't really... This was just okay for me. I don't really care for either of these two. I wasn't really... I'm not really a fan of Noam Dar in NXT UK. Well, I... I you know, I, I'd rather have... Um, I'd rather have him... Here... Uh, rather than 205 Live. Yeah, yes. I... Okay. Our second match, and we knew this guy was gonna sh- make an appearance. 
Cesaro defeated Ilya Dragunov. Now, this was a great match. I saw the highlights from oh, this match, and wow. This was, let me tell you something. The, this, was, this was really, really good. And, you know, it, it, yes, it was far be it for me to not mention Cesaro because I've been banging my head against the proverbial wall for, uh, for what it feels like forever on this podcast. Uh, begging for Cesaro to do something, so I, so I am absolutely uh, thrilled that he got his shine uh, in and um, was treated like the star he deserves. You know, you know what? You know what? Cesaro belongs in NXT UK because they're doing they're doing absolutely nothing with him on the main roster. Which, I, I don't know, have you heard anything about that? Is he spoiled? Because I thought I heard him tweet about uh, possibly returning. I, I don't know. He, 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 I think he's in limbo right now with the with injuries to his neck. Um, plus, he's getting older. However, um, uh, getting, getting back to this match, so, yes, Cesaro was awesome, and, and that swing... You know what? I I, I want he must get how he doesn't get how he's not dizzy after that. I don't know, or maybe he is, but he he pulls off pretty good with not letting it uh, show. Well, what, what about what about the guy that has to take <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy that has to well? Yeah, but he he lands on the mat, so it's not as bad because he's already done on the mat. That, that, that's true. Yeah. Airborne into the end, but um, you know, I was really surprised this um, Dragonoff kid. Um, I had never, I had never seen him before. And he I was, came sure, I was just about to ask you, what were your, your thoughts on this guy? Oh, I, I, I thought he was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he came off looking like a star. Yeah, I like the Elia Dragonoff. Which um, you know. So this match was an absolute winner for me, and um, I I hope to God, I hope to God that Cesaro can can either stay in NXT or or come back a lot because this is how he deserves to be treated. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. And our and our next match, it was the first of three championships, the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. The champions Zach Gibson and James Drake defending against Mark Coffey and Wolfgang and Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, your new NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Not there on on the main roster at all. 
don't think there is any tag team wrestling on there. Vince doesn't. I get apparently Vince doesn't like tag team wrestling. Well, you know, and speak and speak. Oh, speaking of uh, of Vince McMahon, there were a lot of are you watching Vince McMahon um, chants, and um, I think one of the first ones was during the Cesaro match. And at, at this at this at this event. Next one, you weren't you. You were telling me off air. You didn't. You didn't really in like that much. The last minute standing match, Joe Coffey defeating Dave Mastiff. Next one is the second of three championships, the NXT UK Women's Championship. Tony Storm going in as a champion, losing to Kaylee Ray, who walks out as a new champion. Now, what are your thoughts on Kaylee Ray? Match. Uh, I like Tony Storm. Kaylee Ray's gonna have to show me something now that she's the new champion, though. 
Because um, I wasn't really like seeing anything. So now she's a new champion. So I want to see. She, she's got to show me something now. That she deserves like to be like the champion. Because uh, I don't know if you saw the, the how she got. The how she won uh, the number one contendership. Okay, there, there, there was a battle royal on an episode of NXT UK um, where um, there was like a women's battle royal uh, where the winner gets a shot at the, the championship. And so she kind of like uh, did it like, she kind of did like a cowardly, she did the, the chicken shit heel way of winning. She came up behind Zaya Brookside and just threw her over the top room because Zaya Brookside was the last one in the ring and she thought she'd won and then Kaylee Ray just comes up comes in from behind. Right. Right. Okay. So that's the that's how she uh, won the number one contender. <clears throat> in the main event, which you said you had just finished watching before we went on the air. Walter Retaining the UK Championship by defeating Tyler Bate. They gave this match 42 11, minutes and 11 seconds. Well, and, and that's, that's, why, that's why the previous match was so short. So that kind of made, made sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I realized what they were doing, uh, then I got a little, a little less mad. But that being said, I still want to see more from the ladies however oh so you see so you so you, so you, you weren't exactly ready to like uh, drill your eyeballs <laughs> no no no, no. Uh, there, there was no there was no eyeball drilling uh, <laughs> no that's only on raw during, during this we'll, 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 we'll get to that don't kill my boys brother <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, that, that thing. <coughs> Excuse me. You, you, See, so you got me overexcited. Now I have to pull myself back. Um, but um, I'll tell you what. This match re- reminded me of like why I fell in love with with wrestling in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was just. Brilliant. Everything from psychology to to the you know David versus Goliath, uh, you know old biblical tale approach. Um, and can we can we talk about how freaking strong Tyler Bate is? <laughs> yeah. He, he, I mean, he looks like a you know like. A, a, a 14 year old teenager I mean jacked up mind you but, but still you know you know going up against this you know absolute gargantuan Godzilla looking dude <laughs> and you know it, 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 the fight was believable I mean, that, and that was my concern I, going into this I was like Mm, I don't think Tyler Bate versus this dude is going to be believable. Because, you know, right. I, 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 haven't really, I haven't really seen Tyler Bate be 
stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I hadn't really seen him be built like that. Yep. Um, but, um, but you know, the athleticism of, uh, and just the power of, of bait really, um, really t- uh, took me off guard. And, but what, but now, now that we've given bait his due, um, let's go to Walter. This guy. Oh, yep. Is, go- is going. This guy needs to be a just a star. Not only NXT UK. Once they once they finish this this PG you know crap, you know on the on the main roster. Once it once you know the Fox moves and 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 everything can kind of be built like in Paul Heyman. Uh, and Triple H just kind of way because mm-hmm. I, I think I think uh, Vince will be a lot more uh, hands off now that the XFL is going to be getting started. But that's another conversation. But that's <laughs> that's truly what I what I think and what 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 I think will happen. Um, but you know, it's just I I can see dollar signs for for Walter in, in the future. It's just he. He needs to be like a Brock Lesnar type fucking cut a promo because Walter can cut a promo. Brock Lesnar cannot. Yep. Um. So that's that's what I see for um for him. So I was I mean I feel like I can't even uh, do this match justice in terms of I'm describing it. Uh, and I'm not even gonna attempt to describe it move for move. I would just say that I would encourage all of the listeners uh, that that are gonna hear this once it once it comes up, um, go back and watch this match if you haven't, because it is it is just a thing of poetic beauty. Yes. Well, when uh, when this match was first announced, I was like. Hmm, I don't know, Walter and Tyler Bates. But then, because I watched the weekly shows as well, so I saw the build-up to this, and, like, they really made Tyler Bates look strong. They, like, in uh, last week, I believe it was, or the week before, they had Mustache Mountain take out Imperium. They really uh, had Walter down. They, they... Yeah, and then I saw, I saw that on the, uh, on the, on the, you know, the pre-match package. Yeah. And one of, when one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about this was that Imperium was not at ringside. This was really a mono and mono, you know, let's go, let's go to war kind of fight. And you know what else? This did, this told a story. Exactly. The storytelling aspect of, of wrestling, which is, which has been so lacking in, in WWE nowadays was on full display and I, I, I can't I can't begin to describe to you the, the feeling of, of just euphoria that that comes over me when I see great wrestling, great athleticism and great storytelling come together in in one match. I mean, it doesn't even matter what match it is, but this one, this one was just 
Yep. Okay, so that was NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. What a pay-per-view. Fans, if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. NXT UK, I can't tell you enough how much I love NXT UK and the original NXT out of all their TakeOver shows. They're, everyone is, has a different feel to it and there's both good and bad, but more good than bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would. Alright, now we're gonna be ready to get into the crap. <laughs> it wasn't all crap. It was, no, it wasn't all crap, but uh, a lot of the stuff didn't make sense on this show that we're about to uh, get into. <laughs> Okay, because I, I did see this. I did. I this is uh, one show I watched. I started watching Tuesday night, around six p.m. And then I was uh, I was doing a picture in picture. I was watching this on my iPad while I had SmackDown on the television. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh God! What a what a mix. <laughs> AEW All Out, which came to us from the Sears Center Arena in Chicago, Illinois. This was the site of all, the All In pay per view, which we covered one year ago. Yeah, yeah that was that, that was uh, that was actually um, one of my uh, one of my first uh, pay per views that I covered um, professionally. Anyway, this is quite fitting. On uh, sep- September 7, 2018, we covered All In. September 6, 2019, we're covering All Out. <laughs> what? Yes, well, it's, it's very fitting <laughs> for our... Uh, well, technically September 6, but, uh, you know... Yeah. But it's, 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 very, it's very fitting that this, uh, that this uh, podcast gets to come full circle on our one-year anniversary show. Which now... Did you, did you watch yeah, the, I don't know why they call it this, but the buy-in or whatever, the pre-show? Uh, no, I, no, I did not, uh, because I, I, I just, I missed the pre-show for some reason. Okay, well, they only had uh, two matches on this one. They had uh, the, the Casino Battle Royal for to uh, determine the number one, to determine who will uh, go on to... Uh, uh, Russell for the AEW Women's Championship on the AEW debut show on TNT. So in this one we had Ali, Awesome Kong, Bea Priestley, Big Swole, Brandy Rhodes, Britt Baker, Fabi Apache, Ivelisse, Jazz, Leva Bates, Mercedes Martinez, Nicole Savoy, ODB, Penelope Ford, Priscilla Kelly, Sadie Gibbs, Shalandra Royale, Shazza McKenzie, Teal Piper, Riley Piper's daughter, made her AEW appearance, and Tennille Dashwood. Oh, so quite a, quite a few surprise entrants. And this match was won by Nyla Rose, which was surprising because I wasn't expecting her to win. 
So, um, uh, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see where that goes. Um, but I, uh, but I would, I would have had, I would have had somebody like Sadie Gibbs, or or a, um, you know. They're right. They 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 wouldn't have Teal Piper. Teal Piper. This was just one a one one appearance. Yep. Like, like jazz, mm-hmm. or um, my for my three picks for that would would have been would have been the Sadie Gibbs Mercedes Martinez or or Jazz. Okay, I would have gone uh, I would have gone Sadie Gibbs, Ali or Penelope Ford. Um, just uh, some of my uh, picks. Because I, I have a lot. Any any of these could have women could have won. Right, but especially especially the way that they were they've been they've been hyping up Sadie Gibbs. I was kind of now I to hear. now I swear this librarian gimmick has to go away. This is not working. Fight of uh, no, no fight yeah fighter fest right or fest. okay and it, uh, God, it, it was it was so cringeworthy it was just like uh, now I'm confused uh, I'm confused about something Peter Avalon and Leva Bates are both doing the librarian gimmick so the are they supposed to are they feuding or are they like or have they been paired together. <laughs> Because they, 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 they started out as feuding, uh, dueling, shh. Oh my god. It's not working. I mean, the gimmick could be funny because nobody wants to be quiet at a wrestling show. <laughs> uh, but for, for some reason, it's just. They're not. It's out. not working because of who's doing the gimmick. These two are terrible. Okay. Blue Pants needs to get another job doing some doing something else. Oh, hold on, hold on. Side note: When she was in the WWE, did you hear her use her entrance theme? Uh, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. just that was oh, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I was picturing the game show about to come on. Okay, in the second uh, match on the buy-in, we had Private Party defeating Angelico and Jack Evans. Now, Private Party is Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. This was okay. I want to see more from Private Party. Um, at the end, uh, all four shook hands, but then of course, then Sherlock and Jack Evans attacked him from behind and left him laying. Well, of course. And then uh, we uh, we uh, kick we kick off the actual all out event. Our first match in is SCU taking on 
the team of Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. Now, Ben, did you catch this team name? SCU versus Jurassic Express. <laughs> oh, God. Who came up with that? Uh, well, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. But, you know, at least, it, at least it made a semblance of sense. However, you know, here, here's, here's the thing. Not, not to sound like Vince McMahon, because... You know, my favorite wrestler of all time is Rey Mysterio. I, I, I have a lot of love for the smaller guys, such as, you know, such as him, Shawn Michaels. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of smaller guys who can really, really do something. I cannot, I cannot, and I repeat myself a third time, I cannot take Margot's stunt seriously in, a, in this room. Thank you. How how tall do you think he is? He like he looks he makes me look like a giant. He's gonna be you know what four foot ten. No, apparently he's five two, which I don't believe because I'm five two and I'm even taller than him. And and I'm five eight or five nine, brother, and I just it's absolutely. <laughs> he is ridiculous. He looks like a little kid. He looks like he's 12. Well, that, that's, that's being kind. And, and nothing against Margot's Margo stunt, the person. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. Mm-hmm. It just... But the, the fact that the... the, the and, I, and I actually like Lutasaurus. You know, if yep. you... If, yep. if you um, I, I think the, the gimmick works, you know, he was, he was just in De- Devlin in, in NXT. Um, I'm sorry, say it again. He was, um, I believe his name was Justin Devlin in, uh, in NXT. Oh, okay, I'm going to have to go back and look that up. Um, and it, you know, I, I like it. Uh, I, I can't help it. And it, you, you, if you go, if you go back and you look at um, at uh, some of the dives over the top rope and just his overall athleticism, mm-hmm. uh, I, feel, I feel like that's the buzzword that I'm using in this podcast, athleticism. Uh, you know, I just really, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy this work. I mean, if, if, you, um, if you listen to interviews with him, uh, you know, behind this, <coughs> pardon me, behind the scenes were out of character. Uh, he's, he's a very, he seems like a very, uh, intelligent person. Um, so I, I enjoyed that. Um, but here, here's, here's the thing. Um, you know, I, I, just, I feel, I feel like, I, f- I feel like he outshined the other two, um, but I, I, I really feel I really feel like Jungle Boy uh, has something. Even though I, I hate the name, even though it makes sense, it looks like Tarzan. But it's just I get it. But I, I just I, I hate the I, it's just me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
And SCU, I love SCU. Yes, uh, um, John Moxley was injured and therefore was uh, removed from this uh, next match, and we have Ben. Uh, well, well, um, okay, okay, I see where you're going. They, they got this out of, out of order. Oh, sorry. Because um, uh, I was like, uh, I was waiting for you to chime in with uh, who replaced them, <laughs> and then like it was nothing but air. I'm. talking about that one just now. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I was like, uh, there was no hardcore stuff during the Pac match. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but, what? Um, oh yeah, I, I'm sorry, yeah, I, I went, um, I, I, I was just going in the order of, of my sheet, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I was talking about the uh, I 
was talking about the, uh, the Cracker Barrel match. Uh-huh, yep. And, and tape shut. <laughs> and then he did the, the fucking, you know, you know, the Cracker Barrel, uh, you know, died and it broke and, you know. The, <laughs> <laughs> These matches are ridiculous. I, I just, you know, so from that perspective, I just... Okay, I, but, so, so let's go back to the Pac match for, for a minute because uh, I want to know what you thought of that one. That, and, uh, that, was, uh, that was that was brilliant. Uh, I, I thoroughly uh, thoroughly enjoyed that one. I, 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 don't, I don't understand a lot of um, Kenny Omega's um, detractors. Um, I know, I know, uh, Jim Cornette doesn't, doesn't like him, um, but I just, um, I, I just, I, I just felt like it was electric, it, it felt like, it felt like a, a main event, uh, match. Okay. I mean, you know, it looked like people, um, it looked like people were getting, were getting hurt. I was a little, I was a little bit concerned. Yeah. Uh, some, some of those uh, suplexes were just were brutal to watch. Um. Um. But I, I, I enjoyed, um, Pac taking the win. I think he, I think he needed it, and um, I want, I want him signed to. Uh, AEW permanently. I, I, I really do. I think um, I think um, Pac as Neville was criminally underused in WWE. I don't mm-hmm. know if he just didn't uh, didn't fit their system or whatever. But in, in terms of pure wrestling, I just absolutely I I love that one. Uh, what and. and just to avoid the out of order bullshit again, what, what was the next? Um, what was the next match? Okay, after the Cracker Barrel match, we had the dark, the Dark Order defeating the best friends. You know what? I can't take this Dark Order team seriously. Uh, no, I, I can't either. Um, they are terrible. Now, 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 let me, now let me ask you, I'm okay. Now, at the end of the best friends are lost, uh, however, the lights went out, they came back on, and we see Orange Cassidy. And I have to ask you, what do you think of this guy, Orange Cassidy? Um, his athleticism is, uh, is great. I mean, when he did 
Does he want to get? He's a wrestler who doesn't like to wrestle. I don't understand. <laughs> but but uh, but it, but it's, it seems to me like he's a one trick pony. Um, from from what I've seen of him. I really, I really don't know where they're going with this guy. So the, so the jury is the jury is out yep. there. Next we had Riho defeating Hikaru Shida. And so Riho now goes on to face Nyla Rose for the Women's Championship on October the 2nd. Um, this, is, this is another one of those where it, like, it's, it, was, it was really, really good. Yep. Um, but it's, it's just it's one of those situations where every time Riho says in the ring, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's my, it's a little niece of mine getting in there, and it's like mm-hmm. every time she takes a bump, it's like, ugh, like, I hope she doesn't get broken in half, however. <laughs> the girl's, her, the, the girl's like 95 pounds, <laughs> jeez. However, she, I mean, she can't go, so yeah. all, due, all due respect to her, I mean, Now you know what I think. I, I think okay. Nyla Rose is a big woman, but I I don't think I don't think it's impossible that Rio that Rio couldn't couldn't beat her. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that uh, because Rio can go, and she's like smaller. She can uh, really take it to Nyla Rose. Versus Goliath. Um, oh, gee, um, ooh. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good question. I don't even know. <laughs> good, good you just, you just gave us homework. <laughs> I gave, I gave myself homework. And then, then we had Cody, Cody defeating Sean Spears, and Sean Spears' corner was totally Blanchard. Now. The surprise here was Arn Anderson made his way out to rings and he delivered the spinebuster Sean Spears. I actually, um, I, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, I, I really did. I, I got, I got a massive pop with the, um, with the, um, four horsemen, uh, references and, and all of that. And I, Is it just yeah. me, or did he really, did he look, like, really, he, did he look real, like, old, and, like, he's not the same Arn Anderson that was just in the WB not long ago, before they let him go? Yeah. You know, but I just, um, 
felt bad for him. In, in, in terms of in terms of the match itself, mm-hmm. you know, since since we're talking since we're talking about since we were talking about story yep. uh, driven stuff with the um with that um Oh yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, story driven stuff with Cody ver- Cody versus Sean Spears. Mm-hmm. Okay. This was this was the most uh, story driven match on the card. You know, of course, of course, we had the uh, horrifically hor- horrifically gone bad chair yep. shot. You know, we we have um, we have the best we have the best friend yet, uh, and like let's some but you know the the match itself um, just felt very very splat. Yep. Um, and and it, it didn't it didn't make sense, especially with um with the. Four horsemen um, in, involvement, and you know the history with Dusty that MJF would be in the corner. Yep. Now, I know MJF <laughs> came out to check on him after um, the chair after, after the chair shot. The chair shot, but I, I think if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a manager, I feel, I feel like um, DDP would have would have made uh, more sense, but. Uh, the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. Oh yes, yes. For I'm the sorry. triple for the triple A tag team championships and the Lucha Brothers retain going over the Young Bucks in the Escalera de la Muerta tag team match. Oh once it, once again my my thing was out of order but I, I would have caught myself with the main event so I, uh <laughs> so I had to give myself credit there. Um but uh Yes, the the latter the latter match was very entertaining. I <clears throat> I just I feel like I feel like nobody sells anything. Like I love the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks have continued to grow on me. But but my one um my one significant issue 
is just they don't they don't sell anything. It's like mm-hmm. they, they fall they fall off and they look like they die, and then two minutes later they're back up. Yeah. And the the other the other thing I really the other thing that I hated to tell you the truth, and and this is just me and out of respect for Lucha Libre wrestling was um was uh. Was Pentagon um, getting getting his mask pulled off? Or, uh, and I just I I hate I hated that. Yeah, when, whenever uh, one of these guys gets their mask pulled off, that's not good. I just and you could you could see that it was it was on purpose because like, look at the guy and the guy untied it and then he, then he had to get up then Pentagon had to get up and. Ben, Yep. And push the, the letter over with the, with the hand over his face. And it's just, I, yeah, it just, so, you know, it, it, was, it was a good, it was a good match. You know, I, I understand the, the, the crowd loved it. I, you know, this is the style of a wrestling talking about Lucha Libre that I, I enjoy the, uh, the most. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was... It was it was psychologically um it it, it was it was psychologically lacking and there, there was there's absolutely no storytelling in it and it, it's it's just a spot fest and I don't you know the Lucha Libre that I remember okay with with like Rey Mysterio Eddie Guerrero you know psychosis Ben Ben Okay, so the main event we had for the AEW Championship, Chris Jericho taking on Hangman Page. Now, Ben, what did you think of Chris Jericho in this match? Um. Well, I uh. <laughs> I know, right? Yep. Uh, you know, we, I, th- I think the site that I'm looking at, their review is a little bit, um, little, little bit, uh, too, too friendly, so to speak. Um, <laughs> How do you mean too friendly? Question. I have a question for you. Yeah. How bad did Jericho look? I didn't think he looked good at all. He 
He looked, he looked terrible. He looked out of shape. You see, his, he had gray hair on his face. No, I'm saying he looks so out of shape. Like, how come he cleans up so good, like, when he does his Instagram videos, yet in the, in this match he can't even, uh, get in shape? Uh, well, he definitely didn't have his best, um, his, his best showing. Uh, but, but his, his, um, his promo after the, after the fact, like, when, when, they, when they went off the air and he was celebrating backstage, Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, the other piece of news we forgot to mention was that the AEW World Championship got, st- got stolen. Oh my god, I saw that. Wait, so I, I, I think AEW has, has a lot to work on uh, logistically. One, one being their security, two, um, the, the, the camera angles. Um, you know, and I just, this one was, <coughs> this one was lacking for me. This one, this one just, I, I was, I was in a, I was, I was in an okay mood going in, um, despite the fact that I was pissed off with, with, um, the, the mask getting pulled off in the previous match. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just it's not what I what I've come to expect from from Chris Jericho and and, and Chris Jericho uh, definitely showed his his age and uh, once again once again the the camera work was really uh, was really lackluster. So um, over overall, I would have to give the show um, a. Uh, Okay. What what would you give it? Yeah, I'm gonna give it about a six. About a six. Yeah, I I agree, definitely. Okay, so now I'm gonna throw it over to my co-host for the raw report. So Ben, take it away. Right. Uh, you know the um, and the interview 
focused uh, more on comedy than on wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm just a little bit tired of that. Um, next up, we had uh, we had uh, Dolph Ziggler and uh, Robert Roode um, go over in a gauntlet match and, and to uh, to finish it off they they pinned uh, Kurt Hawkins uh, and and Zack Ryder to, uh, to get the victory. What do you think of this uh, team? This uh, Dolph, Zigg- Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root? Ben, I have a question. Yeah. What's that company you work for again? Uh, Elite Pro Wrestling Alliance. Oh, EPWA. Okay, so this is ECWA. Cause I was looking up these guys. Um, so t- apparently these are legit guys. Uh, Ty, Tyler Hastings is known as Ty Awesome. He's like a champion in on the independent scene. And do you do you remember an in the uh, an enhancement talent from the nineties named Barry Hardy? Uh, no. Or have you heard the name? Okay. Anyway, so the other guy is supposed to be like his his son. So that's my little independent wrestling homework. Oh, very, very good. <laughs> 
Samoa Joe um, and Ricochet go to a draw. This just drives me insane. This drives me up a wall. Oh. <laughs> so, so you're trying, you're trying to bust the king, the king of the ring tournament. Uh, one of the one of the most prestigious tournaments in history. You 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 bring it back for no particular reason that I can see. I really think it should be a pay per view. Well, and then that next week, there's going to be a triple threat match next week. Oh, joy. It's going to be Baron, Baron Corbin versus Samoa Joe versus Ricochet. on the podcast. You know I had forgotten that the Miz was even on the show on Monday. But he belongs there. He belongs in NXT UK. (laughs) (laughs) Now that brings us to the main event. This was a surprise, actually. I was not expecting this. Because Sasha Banks, it was like Sasha Banks came out and was going to attack uh, Becky. And then, but then uh, she, she got um, the steel chair. Yeah, 
chair a little too long. But it, it was like, okay, we got something here. And, and ding, 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 Bailey turned heel. And, uh... What you think of this uh, heel turn? This was a this this was a really nice surprise. I really enjoyed this heel turn. Yeah, this was this, this was well done. Yep. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more from from this. <laughs> okay, so that is our uh, raw report, and now we're gonna move over to SmackDown Live. And SmackDown Live came to us from the Norfolk Scope Arena in Norfolk, Virginia. We had a total of five matches on the card, opening with Elias defeating Ali. Then in the second match, we had Fire and Desire defeating Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Chad Gable, who, what do you think about of this new Chad Gable with short hair? No, I'm just, no, I know, I know you didn't see. I'm just saying, what do you think of the Chad Gable with short yeah, hair? I don't know, but I'm, 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 getting, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm getting to that. But, but I'll tell you what, these results are pissing me off. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Oh, oh. Wait a minute. Elias defeated Ali. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, they don't have the times listed. I know, right? I was like, what is going on? He, but I'm saying he, look, he looks like a 12 year old kid with that haircut. What? I mean, you know. I mean, gee, but, but, but how does Chad Gable defeat Andrade? So Chad Gable moves on in the King of the Ring. What the? This, this King of the Ring is turning into a running joke. And next week, next we had Aleister Black, who was still looking for someone to pick a fight with him, and that's someone. With Shelton Benjamin, who yeah, lost and, to Black. And, uh, you know, uh, at least, at least Shelton Benjamin lost, because if Shelton Benjamin had defeated Aleister Black, I would have, I would have broke my computer. And I didn't even call the workers in to, uh, to, um, to enforce the walls this week. Now the the main event, yeah. The main event was Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Andrew Howard, and um, I'm looking up this this guy uh has really uh, n- uh, nothing but WWE, so he's just a just enhancement talent. And uh, we had Sami Zayn as a. Uh, on commentary for this one, and then, but the theme of the night, the segment, uh, 
There were two. In the first, it was uh, Bailey coming out for an interview, which brings out Charlotte, which brings out Sasha Banks, and Sasha Banks and uh, Bailey attack Charlotte with the chair. And then in the other segment to end off SmackDown, it was Daniel Bryan wanting an apology from Roman Reigns. However, Eric Rowan turning on Bryan and like completely going crazy and destroying the entire ringside area. Ryan's a baby face now? Is that what I'm understanding? Because apparently, um, I was reading, um, Bray uh, Wyatt uh, tweeted out uh, that he wants uh, Eric Rowan to come back home. Oh. 
I was just going to say poor, poor Luke Harper <laughs> because uh, we haven't seen him in forever. Well, Vince, so we don't really like you uh, a lot of the time. No, that was it. Um, the today in history, not much happened. So we are going to bring up one, one piece of history that uh, took place on September the seventh, nineteen eighty-seven, from Louisville, Kentucky. It was WWF in your house, the very first Hell in a Cell meeting between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Mm hmm. So, yes, that was the very first Hell in a Cell, September 7th of So that is our uh, piece of uh, history for this week since there's no, no actual significant events that took place on September 6th. So with that being said, Ben, what do you say we bring the show to a close? well put by my co-host and so that's um this is elio canella saying we will talk to you all next week ben enjoy raw enjoy stone cold steve austin's appearance hopefully it'll go things will go better this week absolutely and um we will talk to you all next week ben sick by the listeners see you later guys
Champion. Oh.